Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Pirate Kings Too Long Didn't Read. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the Game Awards that are on December 6th. So that's only a week away from the date of the publishing of this podcast. And I have my feelings. I've seen the nominations. I've seen a lot of the different awards that they're giving out. And some of them... I'm just like, I get it. Y'all are just trying to fill the time. You know, y'all are trying to get your your sponsors money. I understand it. There's some awards that I'm just like, do we really need this award? And then there's some awards that I'm just like, how how are you judging this specific award? Mostly the esports awards. Because if you've watched any esports, um, I've I've watched quite a a little bit this past year. Um especially when it comes to Smite, Paladins, and a little bit of the Rainbow Six um, esports games. And for me, you with esports, each game kind of has its own audience. So the audience for that game doesn't usually transfer over to all the other games. The, somebody who's watching League of Legends probably isn't going to be watching Smite. I mean, then there's the same kind of game. They're the, both MOBAs. Um, there were somebody from CSGO is not going to really be that interested in in Rainbow Six or vice versa. It, it's just there is some overlap, but it's not as big of an overlap as most people would want. Um, along with the different genres having their own specific um, award, which, okay, I get it. You should have a best game of that genre. I, I'm okay with it. I didn't personally like really delve too deep into it because there's just so many different genres of video games out there. And I think that some games overlap different genres, uh, especially for these awards. So I mostly stuck to the big awards, the game of the year, the best indie um, game direction and narrative um, and that kind of thing. Uh, on my post, and I'm going going to talk about my different decisions um, and what who I think is going to win and who I would like to win because I I have I feel like I have a little bit different taste in games than some of the people that are actually voting for these things. Um, so first, we're going to start with game of the year. Uh, game of the Year, the nominees were Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, the only game I haven't actually watched any gameplay of, at least, was Celeste. I have no earthly idea about it. Uh, I, I have had a friend or two of mine tell me that I need to play it. So maybe... In the near future, I'll, I'll see if I can get a copy of it and play it. Uh, but for Game of the Year, I honestly, I would love to see Red Dead Redemption 2 win it. I think it is by far the best game that has came out this year. Me personally, um, I've enjoyed lots and lots of hours played into it. Uh, so that would be my choice. I think God of War will probably steal it, though. Um, another fantastic game. Great all-around game, and um, the only problem with God of War, or even my Spider-Man, is that they've limited their their consumer to just Sony PlayStation. 
Uh, Monster Hunter World is another good game. I but I don't I don't think it would even edge out um, any of the other games on there. I really have enjoyed playing Monster Hunter World as well this year. So who I would like to win is definitely Red Dead Redemption 2. But that's again, that's just my personal feelings. Um best ongoing game. So these are games that have are are from last year or years prior that are continuing to uh have a impact on the gaming world and um so you have destiny 2 forsaken uh fortnite no man's sky overwatch and tom clancy's rainbow six siege we all know who's gonna win if you have any doubt about who's gonna win let me put it to rest right now it is going to be fortnite and i hate to say that um i don't i understand the draw for it i understand the the crazy amount of attention it's getting um, from gamers and from the casual gamer and from the streamers and I understand I understand it. It's not my cup of tea. <clears throat> um, I, I believe that there's better, more well-rounded battle royals out there that don't get a fair shake because of the Fortnite craze. Um, but that's just me. Uh, I would personally, me, if I was voting, I would vote for Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Other than the slight misstep they've had this year with the trying to expand into the Chinese market and taking certain aspects out of the game to make it fit the rules um, and then ending up going back on that, I feel like... Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege is a solid game. It has continuously been improved upon and deserves to be the best ongoing game. Um, but again, Fortnite's going to win, and we all know it. Uh, best game direction. So best game direction, uh, uh, taking it as how the overall direction, the directing of the game, as if it was a movie. Um, it was done... I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to win, and I want Red Dead Redemption 2 to win. It's it's the most newly released game, so it's fresh in everybody's mind. Um, it has a really good game direction. I like the different split of the solo, of not necessarily having to go straight down the story, which is fantastic, by the way. I love the story of Arthur Morgan, um, and even the epilogue with, with John Marston is, is pretty damn fun. Um, but I enjoy every aspect of the game and the, the little side missions are well-written and everything like that. So I, I honestly, I think for me personally, I think this is going to be the game that wins the best game direction. Now the next one is best narrative. Oh, I forgot to tell you the, uh, the nominees. The nominees for Best Game Direction are A Way Out, Detroit Become Human, God of War, and Marvel Spider-Man. I, I still think Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to win it, and I want them to win it. Um, but Best Narrative, I'm actually changing who I want because Detroit Become Human was fantastic story-wise. I enjoyed watching other people play. Um, I enjoyed it so much that I was almost almost tempted to purchase a, a PlayStation four. And honestly, if I had the money, I would definitely be on it. Um, I would hop right into it and play um, just so I could play Detroit become human. I enjoyed watching some of my friends play it. Uh, God of war is also on this list. Uh, Life is strange Two, episode one is on this list. Marvel Spider-Man and red dead redemption Two. Honestly, I could see it going to red dead God of war or Detroit become human. 
Um, but I think Detroit Become Humans going to win it. It's it deserves it. It deserves something. I mean, honestly, it really does deserve something. It needs needs some love. Uh, best art direction. And let's see, we have Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Return of Obra Dinn. Uh, while I don't know anything about Return of Obra Dinn, I've seen a little bit of Octopath Traveler, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, of course, God of War, of course, Red Dead Redemption 2. The game is so damn pretty. Red Dead Redemption 2, the game is so damn pretty. And I'm not to take away from any of the other uh, the other arts of the other four, four games on this list. But Red Dead Redemption 2 is just so damn pretty. Um, there's nothing I can say other than maybe a little bit of shade texturing that could have been better. But again, i am also been playing it on the original Xbox. It doesn't have all the power that an Xbox One X has. And I'm sure on the Xbox One X, it's glorious so i can't hate on that um what game i wish would have been on this list is bendy and the ink machine i had an amazing amazing time playing this game um it's it was a lot of fun and i absolutely love the 1940s cartoon style artwork put into this world um but it didn't make the list so it doesn't count so I think that one's going to be Red Dead Redemption 2. I want Red Dead Redemption 2 to win that one because it's just so damn pretty. Uh, best performance. Now, this was this was a hard one. Um, best performance, you have Brian Deckert as Connor from Detroit Become Human. You have Christopher Judge as Kratos from God of War. Uh, you have Melissa, Melissa Anthony Mahout as Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2, and Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker from Marvel Spider-Man. Now, I don't, I don't know who's actually going to win. I I picked Christopher Judge as Kratos, Kratos, but mostly because I think that boy becoming a meme just is going to have so much more impact on the voting. I I, I loved his voice direction with this game. Um, listening to it, it was very, so compelling and I enjoyed every moment of it, but honestly, all five of these people deserve something because they put so much work and their talent into their, their characters and they were fantastic. Um, you, even though I'm not a fan of Marvel Spider-Man, I, I can't hate on Yuri. I think he did a fantastic job as Peter Parker, um, but that's just me. <laughs> now, best indie game is going to um, be between Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, Return of Oberdin, and The Messenger. And Celeste, even though... I haven't seen anything of it and return of Oberdin. I haven't seen anything of these two games. I have watched dead cells been played. I've, I've watched into the breach and I've watched the messenger be played. Um, I picked Celeste because they're also in the nomination for best game of the year. I think they Celeste is going to win me personally. I am, I'm hurt in deep down inside um, that kingdom come deliverance wasn't even listed because I think that game was the best freaking indie game of the year. I, that by far my favorite game other than Red Dead Redemption 2 this year. Um, that and Vampire, I think, were definitely 
left out in the cold. And I think a lot of that has to do with their early in the year release. I think that's part of it. Um, Vampire, Vampire and Kingdom Come came out so early in the year that they kind of get overlooked for indie games. Um, but I think Kingdom Come's also issue and why they were snubbed, uh, air quotes are used there, is because of the controversy with that game and the the CEO of Warhorse that I've discussed in previous podcasts. So I'm not going to delve into it deep, but it's going to be Celeste. I think there's no doubt about it to me that that's going to be the game that wins best indie, even though Kingdom Come Deliverance deserves as much accreditation as it can get. Um, and like I said before, this there's been plenty, plenty of other games um, that have been listed that I'm just I'm not going to get in. There's there's best mobile game. I mean, honestly, best mobile game. Can 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 we step away from the mobile games as a legitimate need of an award? We all know what they are. Mobile games by big developers are cash grabs. They really are. And even by small developers and, and independent app makers, like when they make games, it's not about delivering a solid game. It's about grabbing that money. It, it really is. And that was one of the things I, ch- I chuckled. I chuckled that when I saw, oh, best mobile game. Really? You have Fortnite, PUBG, um, and some other games on there. I'm just like, whatever. I don't really care enough about this This. Um, to put any effort into it. There was some other other um, awards that I looked over and I kind of decided, you know, I'm not going to include it um, into my actual post, but the something like the sound production and score. Um, score, I it's hard because most AAA publishers have a fantastic... Um, music department. They they find somebody with amazing talent to fit their to fit their you know their style, and so they get these. They pay well, and so they are going to have great scores. They're gonna have great music. Uh, you know, n- the epicness of Halo th- of the Halo series with their music was. You know, we still like you know those songs. You know those songs. The minute that you hear it, you know those songs. Um, so it was it is really interesting to me to see some of the um, people that have been put on for best score. Of course, it is uh, sponsored by Spotify. Uh, Celeste is on there. God of War, Marvel Spider Man, Nino Cooney to um, Octopath Traveler, and Red Dead Redemption Two. I want to say God of War is probably going to win this one. Uh, The music is pretty freaking awesome. Um, And like I said, I haven't watched Celeste. I haven't played Celeste, so I can't tell you anything about that. Marvel Spider-Man score, mm, I mean, eh. I don't think it was good enough to be on here. Octopath Traveler has an amazing score and, and music to their game. But I honestly, I think that it's going to be it's going to be God of War. I think the music in that game was just outstanding. Um, for they have won best audio design um, presented by Dolby, uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Forza Horizon Four, God of War, Marvel Spider Man, Red Dead Redemption Two. 
Uh, honestly, again, I think this is probably either going to go to God of War, or Red Dead Redemption 2. It'll be interesting to see where those come out. Um, so those are... Then you have a category called Games for Impact uh, th- for a thought-provoking game with profound so- pro-social meanings or message. Um, 11, 11 Memories Retold. I haven't even seen any of that game. Um, Celeste again. Florence. Haven't seen any of that game, but apparently it's a mobile game. Life is Strange 2, Episode 1. And The Missing, J.J. Macefield and the Island of Memories. Uh, I, I think this one's going to go to either Celeste or Life is Strange 2. Uh, just based on what I know from those two games and from what I've seen, like I said, best mobile game. Like you have Fortnite, Florence, Donut County, PUBG Mobile, Reigns, Game of Thrones. I think that game will go to Florence, even though I just, I don't care enough to put any effort into that game or into that, that genre. Then you have best VR and AR game. Um, Again, this is something I haven't gotten into. I'm not a big VR person i just don't find it to be as appealing to me um but i don't knock people for liking it honestly though there's only one game that i think is gonna and it's going to win it it's going to be beat saber i think that enough people enjoy beat saber that enough people have played beat saber and enough people know what beat saber is that it's that's going to be the title that wins um over tetris effects firewall zero hour uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission and Moss. And like I said, different genres. You have best action game where you have Black Ops 4, Dead Cells, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Far Cry 5, Mega Man 11. Honestly, if Destiny 2 wins any games this this or any awards this year, this year I, I'll be kind of surprised, especially since they're awarding a DLC, an expansion to the game. Like, that no, there's been plenty of other games that came out. You you don't award an expansion to a game like it's not that deep of a game um, expansion to oh, n- necessitate a freaking award for it. <clears throat> I, I'm gonna say it's gonna go to Black Ops Four. It's more recent than Far Cry Five. Um, although I would love to see Dud Cells win it because who doesn't want to see a freaking indie game win over a couple AAA titles? Uh, then you have best action adventure game with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And I think that's going to go to Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, just a feeling. I, I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to win a lot of awards, mostly because of how close to the awards that the awards show it came out. Best RPG of Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni, Octopath Traveler, Pillars of Eternity 2. I am going to say this is going to go to Nino Kuni. I, I think this is that's going that's a solid choice. I think that that it has enough um, of a fan base to pull the this this category. Monster Hunter World again, a, a fantastic game that I've put uh, quite a few hours into. I think I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it from time to time. But I think Nino Kuni has enough people that love that game. Um, and Octopath Traveler, too. Those are the two games that I think that could be between. Uh, you have Best Fighting Game, which I'm horrible at fighting games, so I never get them. Uh, Dragon Ball Z is going to win that one. 
I don't even have to list off. You have Soul Calibur Six, Street Fighter Five, Arcade Edition, and Blaz Blue. Uh, it's it's going to be Dragon Ball by Fighter Z. Uh, best family game, like why do you do you have to have this this genre just so Nintendo gets looked at during an off year from them? I mean, they haven't had much come out. Smash Brothers comes out in what a couple or a week or two. And so it's not going to get thrown into these these this awards. Um, I feel like that's the only reason for this. Yeah, for this this category, you have Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Labo, uh, Overcooked Two, Starlink Battle for Atlantis, and Super Mario Party. Yeah, um, I'm going to say it's going to be Overcooked Two. Just because I the Super Mario Party I know wasn't that well received, and Mario Tennis Aces, while it wasn't a, a bad game, it was a, from what I've seen of people playing it, they enjoyed it. But just Overcooked Two is a really solid game. Um, best Strat game, uh, which is something I enjoy to play. You know, I'm not good at. You have Banner Saga Three, BattleTech, Frostpunk. Into the Breach and Valkyria Chronicles Four. I want Frostpunk to win. I love Eleven Bit Studios. The guys there are freaking amazing. Uh, Versus Evil with Banner at Saga Three. Another good group of people working there. Um, and I want Frostpunk to win. I would love Banner Saga Three to win too. It's best sports racing game. Um, I think this is going to go to FIFA Nineteen. At don't know. They, I mean, there's two soccer games in this category. You have FIFA 19 and then you have Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. And then you have NBA 2K19 and Mario Tennis Ace and Forza Horizon 4. I, I FIFA, I think, is going to win it. I think that being the most popular sports game in the world, it's going to win. See, and then you have best multiplayer game. Like, Okay, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Fortnite, Monster Hunter World, Sea of Thieves. Um, Fortnite's going to win this, even though it didn't come out this year. Like, seriously, why is this? Why is Fortnite even on here? It's kind of, kind of, meh. Um, if it was excluding Fortnite, I think Black Ops 4 would win it. So, but uh, on that note, like you, then you have best esports game. All right, CS:GO, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, Overwatch. Um, I can't make a choice here because I enjoy MOBAs and shooters, and I think Fortnite is not an esports game. Br Br's, unless you have a set weapons that you spawn with just leaving everything up to RNG is kind of crap. RNG in an esport is not like that's, that shows it's not so much as skill based as it is luck based. So I just can't, I can't get behind Fortnite being listed as the esports game. Uh, all the other ones I have no problem with Dota two and league of legends are two of the biggest games in the world right now, other than Fortnite. Um, CSGO is still super popular and overwatch is still super popular, especially amongst the esports community. 
Um, I, I want to see who wins this. I don't have like a choice on who I want to win it, but I want to see who wins that one. Um, then you have your best esports player. Uh, if you don't know the sport that they're playing or the, the game that they play, you don't know who they are. And honestly, I don't know any of these people. So I'm call me a, call me an esports scrub, but you know, like again, you're picking best, the best player out of different game types that honestly, most, most of these people could not go and play the other person's game because they've trained only on that one specific game. Uh, best esports team. There you go. Here's another one. You have Astralis from CS:GO. You have Cloud9 from League of Legends. Fnatic from League of Legends. You have um, London from Overwatch or London Spitfire from Overwatch League. You have OG from Dota 2. I I can't pick anybody. I really can't. They, they play different games. I never watched any of them. I know Cloud9 and Fnatic's other teams that play in other games modes. Um, and it's just the London Spitfire as the Overwatch League champions. I mean, that's they're it is what it is. <laughs> uh, best esports coach again. Here, here you are again with another another one where it's like, okay, how do I choose? How do I choose between the best e- esports coach when none of them are in the same league? Best esports event. You have E League Major. Okay, now this one's a little bit different. Um, e League Major is like deciding which one's the better esports event. Like if you're looking at it from a objective view or from a uh, from an objective viewpoint, you can kind of make a choice. But even then, it's like you have the League of Legends World Championship. You have Evo 2018, E League Major, Boston, Overwatch League Grand Finales, and the Inter- International 2018. Uh, again, unless you watch these sports, you don't really know how they are. If you are somebody that, you know, is throughout all the sports, then yeah, you, you can look into it, but best esports host. I, another one. I'm just, I'm not even going to go through all these people. Um, best esports moment. Cloud nine comeback win in triple overtime versus phase for e-league G2 beating RNG um, for law worlds. KT versus IG base race, LOL Worlds. OG's massive upset of LGD in Dota 2. And Sonic Fox side switch against Geo1 and DBZ Evo. Like, okay, like, how do you choose? How do you choose between those moments? Uh, content creator of the year, you have Dr. Lupo, Myth, Ninja, Pokimane, Willy Rex. Ninja's winning this one. You go ask any just regular Joe Schmo off the street if they've heard of any of these people, and they'll be like, oh, I've seen Ninja. I know who Ninja is. He's going to win that one. That's that's it. Like, There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm not I, – I don't watch Ninja. He's not for my – he's not my style of um, content creator. I admire what he does. I admire the, the – um, the build of his own community that he's built from the ground up. Um, and I think he's doing it smart. Um, but it's just not something I'm going to sit down and watch. It's the, 
I don't find it as entertaining as some of the other content creators that I know and love, um, especially on Mixer and YouTube. So there's my takes. Um, we'll revisit this next week after the awards. Um, hopefully we all laugh at my choices and say, oh, Pirate King, you're so stupid. And I will see you guys later. Love and tentacles. Have a wonderful day. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow me at Pirate King on Twitter, Instagram, and also check out my website, PirateKing.com.